0: Now, tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.
1: Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Ah. Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Anthropology Ah. Anthropology Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Ah. Anthropology Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to Anthropology in the Time of the Apocalypse. We're really excited for today's episode. It's Nina talking, unless you can't tell the difference between our voices yet.
2: (laughs) I realize that we don't enter with our names typically, but yes, I'm (laughs) Erin. I'm really excited for today. We're doing a little podcast collab with
0: another small independent pod. Do you want to introduce yourself, Stephanie?
1: (laughs) Sure. My name is Stephanie Cortez. I'm the host of the self Conscious podcast. We're Yay. located in Salt Lake City, Utah, so it's a, it's an interesting collab.
0: We're across, we're very far from each other right now. When Aaron told me you were in Utah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I don't know where I thought you would be, I just hadn't even thought about it yet. That's yeah.
1: fine, because I don't like that fact that I'm in Utah, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Are you from Utah? Yeah, I was born and raised in Utah, but I, I fucking hate it here.
2: Oh no. Well, do ex- why do you hate it? Well, it's a
1: conservative state, the Mormon capital of the world. Yeah, so I mean, like, not to bash on their religion, but I mean, like, everything's kind of run by the LDS church here. You know, being a Latina, being right. a person of color, being a woman, right. a feminist, <laughs> educated, all this shit. It just. You
0: have all of the things that aren't valued.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have all the things that, like, put a target on my back. Right. So. I don't like it. This is a side note. I have like a huge crush on like Chris Evans. And he, he says this thing, like, I don't like it. I, I feel like I've adapted it because I always say it now. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like it here. It's just, it's too much. Like, it's a good place to raise a family. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, I feel like you could really raise a family anywhere. Yeah. Like, once you get older, you start seeing the toxicity or the toxic vibes about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Where is like a, a
1: dream city for you to live? So my, I have three. My top three are Seattle and Washington. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Seattle.
0: I've never been.
1: It's so beautiful. Like, yeah, it's kind of messy, but it's also like for me, I love it. <laughs> the coffee. I'm such a coffee addict. So it's like a coffee addict's dream. Okay. It's like their wet dream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Constant coffee shops. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I also really like and I'm considering like Portland, Oregon, but given what happened last year with protests and
0: yeah,
1: you know, it's it's sketchy.
0: It a little bit. I feel like Portland is really, really great if you're white. (laughs) And
2: yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or like if you're even if you're white passing, you'll just have a great time in Portland. Yeah. Everyone else is kind of not doing great. Yeah,
1: I'm like, mm, you thought it was cool, but really, mm, not really.
0: I feel like they have like good like sh- like local shops though. Is what I think about when I think about Portland. And like books. I think they're known for like their bookstores, aren't they?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it seems yeah. right. I think so.
1: I just when I think about Portland, I just think like hippies and weed
0: and like lots of weed yeah I just read Juliet takes a breath and it's set kind like a lot in Portland um and it's really I feel like my opinion is based on this fictional character's opinion of <laughs> Portland and she's Puerto Rican and she has not a good time there at all like she has a she does but you know when you have to like, make it a good time for yourself and you're not just like happy (laughs) like period like you have to be like yeah but this person was really nice and like I really like this one shop. like you don't just hang out and have a good time I feel like that's how school has been too
1: (laughs) oh have you guys heard that quote like I'm dead but I'm alive but I'm dead (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) yes <laughs> <laughs> that's it um and then my last state would be um or my last city would be denver colorado
0: oh okay i feel like you're le- you're leaning into the hippiness though because all of these places yeah. <laughs> are super like hippie
1: i feel like it's just more liberal you know like there's just oh yeah more freedom and uh I, I mean utah does has its benefits um like we have amazing scenery we got amazing hikes national parks yeah all this and that so i mean like it's made me appreciate the outdoors mm. i want somewhere with that aspect and you know kind of got having all four seasons so i definitely want that as well
0: oh okay is what is utah's weather like for this winter you know i don't
1: <laughs> either she's hot or she's cold when she's not supposed to be right <laughs> like we don't have any snow but it's fucking freezing outside yeah, yeah. And then the days that, like, you know, the sun's out and the clouds are out and you think, you know, she's like teasing you. You think it's good. right. No, <laughs> it's cold as fuck. It's like it's winter in the summer and then it's summer in the winter and then it's spring in the I don't know. It switches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I hear Chicago weather's like brutal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The, the closer you are to the lake, the colder it is. But it definitely is it's a cold It's just, <laughs> and
0: this is honestly kind of a mild January. It's been like 30s. It's usually zero degrees. And with wind chill, it usually feels like negative 10 during January. So I have been pretty, like, not as sad as I normally am in <laughs> Ontario, Chicago. But yeah, well, how do you feel about
2: <laughs> the winter
0: here, Aaron?
2: Because <laughs> you're not from here. Well, I thought that I would be like equipped for Chicago winters coming from like the East Coast being like, I get snow, I get cold, but I was not prepared for the wind and the take, like the toll of that, of like how much colder everything is and painful. But I would agree. I mean, also wearing a mask Mm -hmm. has kept me warmer, like when I'm outside. So and I'm not going outside as much or like waiting for the bus or things that I used to do like outside when you just have to wait and stand. So I think, yeah, this winter feels like nothing I compared agree to the I feel like what's particularly hard is like
0: it is always like soft snowing and then it immediately goes to freezing um and so it the ground is ice and when we were when the world was open we do this little foot shuffle so you don't fall but I'm pretty sure every every winter there's always one fall for like everyone <laughs> where you just. You just eat it like you hit the ground, and you're just like, "Yep, that was the that was the bad one." For this one. And then we have summer and winter. Yeah, <laughs> there's no spring or fall.
2: Four months of summer and the eight months. Of and winter.
0: then I'm like, "Why do I stay?" <laughs> but I love it so much.
1: Yeah, why do you love it?
0: I just feel like, personally, I'm really head-ass. I'm from Chicago, and so I stand Chicago really hard. And I'm also from the best part of Chicago, which is the South Side. Um, So I just feel like I have, like like, it's the loyalty and the pride, and I love the food and the people. I love how people talk here. I just think it's a really fun city to live in. And it's, like, not annoying. I feel like the city's a city. You're not really in or out of it. Like, the South Side is, like... Just when you're not downtown, you're still in the city, which I love. And there's so many schools here. I don't know. But there's also really awful things about the city, like the education program, the public school is really corrupt because of our mayor, who I could talk about for a long time. But anyway, <laughs> my family also lives here too. Oh,
1: that's cool. I mean, to be fair, public education sucks nationwide.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Overthrow everybody. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: Literally. Oh, yeah. I agree. I have to agree. But I'm trying to leave Chicago very soon, so... A change of pace. Where do you want to go? Um, I'm applying to doctorate programs. And so we're at, well, no, I just decided to apply to some grad programs in Chicago because I I think I want to leave so bad that I forgot that we have really good schools. So I'm applying in North <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you, Chicago, but I really want to go to London. I really want to go to Cambridge. And then if not, if I don't get enough money, I'm surely will be accepted. I keep saying that
1: manifested.
0: Yeah. I want to go to California. I want to go to UC Berkeley. Wow. We'll we'll see. Ambitious. The way the world is looking right now. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: I think I was talking to Aaron when we first met and I was like, I have always wanted to go to Chicago. It's just something I want to check out for sure. Yeah. You should come. Food, the culture, everything, the bar life. I just want to see. But like, you know, maybe post-COVID.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, post-COVID.
0: It's it's so much more fun when there isn't COVID. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> people are still acting like, though, like it's not happening. Like people are went, or went out during this, like when we were open-ish, whatever phase it was. People were, like, really going out, which was not great. Were people going out in in Salt Lake City?
1: You know, I wouldn't know because I didn't go anywhere. (laughs) Fair. But um, (laughs) I did see, like, when the clubs and the bars started opening here in Salt Lake City, people were going. I thought it was weird because I was like, who the fuck is going to dance around with a mask on? Right.
0: Yeah. That's awkward.
1: But, you know, people were doing it, but they were limiting the people who could be there.
0: And
1: Mm I was like, I would nah it's not the same i wouldn't want to do it but people did do it people still go from time to time as far as i know but it's probably not as much because on the weekends there isn't that many like traffic so
0: oh okay usually
1: like yeah like people go out usually like friday saturday not really sunday (laughs) because day of the lord (laughs) lds church come through (laughs)
2: but um
1: yeah no like i didn't see anybody i wouldn't go anywhere yeah, I can't tell you my life is
2: boring I'm just at home
0: no work. Sam I see no one yeah
2: <laughs> yeah I feel like the most and I just watch people parallel park <laughs> window, which is also I think everyone's worst nightmare as they parallel park right, that's is awful. Being...
0: <laughs> oh my god
2: are you serious yeah I look out so some people are really bad at it once I
0: was parallel parking on my street and this man started yelling at me because he didn't believe that I could do it. Because this, this was in my, my soup, RIP, rest in pieces. I, yeah, he got out the car and knocked on my windshield and I stared at him and I was like, I'm fine. And I, I did it perfectly too. I mean, he was mad because I think he wanted the parking spot. But I was like, the audacity to come out of your vehicle to come to mine. To touch it, right? Yeah, I was like, "Don't!"
1: It really scared you me. Should pull the Kamala Harris and be like, instead of like, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking." Be like, "Sir, sir, I'm
2: parking. I'm parking." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sir, <laughs> I'm parking. he was all.
0: He kind of had a little bit of a, um, of a what? What word shall I use? Like you know when squirrels have rabies? Kind of that look <laughs> in his eyes, you know. Like, the least, I'm trying to say the least harmful or problematic words to describe a really violent-looking man.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I was like, let me go. <laughs> are we not allowed to swear on this podcast, by
2: the way? No, we can Oh, God. Yeah. No, swear all you want. I was like,
1: <laughs> no, you're <laughs> Because, like, Nina's like, there's things I wanted to say, but I
2: couldn't. I was like, I want to know what you said. Oh, no. I, I just mean, I'm trying not to, like,
0: call people crazy because I don't love the word and how it's used and uh, stuff like okay, that. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. But I think the visual use was very, it was, um, it was
0: yeah. Right? I like that visual. Have it's you
2: brilliant. seen the movie
0: Over the Hedge?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the squirrel in it. I really love that movie.
1: It's It's such a good movie. You brought a memory back. Dude, I forgot about that movie. Dude, yeah.
0: The animation style is weird.
1: (laughs) It was underappreciated.
0: Agreed. Yeah. It was also kind of prop like weird. (laughs)
2: Like a weird (laughs) storyline. Yeah, I feel
1: like you had to be trippy, you know, Mm -hmm. to like understand it i mean yeah. i was a kid i was like i thought it was funny talking animals and shit but i was like you know you know the writers were high when they were writing this shit
0: definitely and like <laughs> arguably the animators were as well because it was
2: so <laughs> yeah. and the
0: way that the humans moved <laughs> just a weird film
2: i hope they don't make a live action remake personally <laughs> honest
0: to god they probably will
2: <laughs> isn't it like a yeah. sequel to like over the hedge probably what's the other one with
0: Red Riding Hood and like there's hood like almost Hoodwinked. That's it. That one was really weird. <laughs> I think about that movie often, honestly. I
1: don't know why I watched it once and I was like, I don't want to watch this shit again.
0: Mm-mm. It kind of was disturbing.
1: Yeah, I was like this is, mm, I'm a little uncomfy.
0: Yeah, same. Samesies. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anywho. I
0: many hard are you doing? <laughs> we got we went all around in a circle how are you doing
1: (laughs) oh i was i was telling aaron i'm i'm good i'm a little tired i'm a little worn out i think it's been a long week you know given Mm -hmm. what happened earlier
0: oh yeah i guess we should say for context whenever this episode comes out what happened
2: We're recording on the 8th mm-hmm. of January. So, so I guess, you know, I mean, if y'all paid attention to the I news know.
1: or, you know, we're on Twitter or anything, <laughs>
2: um, our TikTok <laughs> Trump
1: supporters, you know, aka terrorists, yeah. bombarded the Capitol.
0: Yeah.
1: Cops didn't do anything. It's a little no. sus compared to the BLM protests oh. last summer. Mm-hmm. You know, They had the whole National Guard, were armed and everything, they didn't yeah. see shit, nothing happened. I'm like,
0: it feels like we're in a um like a scripted series, <laughs> in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it wasn't in my twenty twenty one bingo card. I thought it was twenty twenty. Twenty twenty was like, here's my departing gift to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this year is um <sighs> kooky already, and we're, it's been eight days out here.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's bad. We're on the trajectory for it to continue to be bad. But That's not new. Yeah. <laughs> you know, also
1: that mm, that coop was planned it was incited by donald trump he was yeah. instigating it giving these people fuel mm-hmm. and you know also i guess it also like you know highlights the corruptness the ignorance of trump supporters
0: definitely because
1: like you can be conservative and not be a trump supporter yeah but, like trump supporters are like a different breed truly and, and it also i think showed like the whole country and the world because the world is criticizing like what went down Right. But also showing like Black Lives Matter protests, like it was for a reason. And the reason was shown on Wednesday because, like, the cops aren't on our side. Law enforcement isn't on our side. And that was mm-hmm. the end of it.
0: I think the mm-hmm. my mo- biggest frustration yeah. with all of it is not just the people who are like, this is not America, because that's obviously not true. I have been so over the comments about how the United States is a third world country because the statement is so awful. We created the third world. Like the third world didn't happen. We took resources away from folks until they had nothing, but to then be like, oh my God, we're actually just as bad as the other, as the bad people. It's just the worst statement. I'm like, I feel like people think they're really saying something and like doing something with it. But I'm like, so awful. Like, don't, Uh, it's just a really awful comparison to be like, colonized you, but now we're like you! And it's just like, no. Shut shut the fuck up.
2: We did coups in your country, and now we do them in ours! Exactly! (laughs) But I think that's a very yeah, there's a lot of things being said and there's a lot of Mm -hmm. ways that people are taking it that like that where it's like, we don't need to be making that comparison to call out the white supremacy. Like, we, yeah, we don't have to also like, yeah, talk about brutalizing people like and trauma like on right. people's timelines in comparison like there there's things that people don't exactly to be adding to the conversation I feel
0: I've noticed that I can't mentally hold both COVID and a coup. like I
2: <laughs> like, I forgot
0: COVID was happening while <laughs> they were <laughs> taking over the Capitol no masks
2: it distorts you you're like is this-? right
0: I I literally forget one or the other. Like when I'm worried about COVID, I can't be like, oh, police brutality. You know, it's really difficult.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, I feel like we could could have a whole ass conversation about what went down.
0: A whole podcast episode.
1: For sure, dude. I don't think we got to add to it, though, because like, you know, it's out there like you're saying we don't need to talk about like white supremacy because like there's enough evidence to show it if you're not recognizing it right now you're stupid as fuck like like what the hell is wrong with you
0: right then you're, like,
1: choosing to be ignorant but like i don't know like it's just see you said you can't focus on two things i had covid so i feel like you have COVID? yeah dude i got covid like oh no i got it around thanksgiving we, week oh thanksgiving, okay you know it went into the first week of december too because like i was quarantining yeah. And um, it was like, so I had COVID like seconds last week of my undergraduates.
0: Oh, wow. I'm uh, healthier.
1: Thank you. It was mild, you know, compared to most people, which I appreciate, like I'm thankful for because it hurts people differently or it affects people differently. But for me, it was more like, I'm not saying like, oh, because I have COVID, I don't care. No, nah, I mean, like it's still in the background, but like, I think I was just watching what was happening on the news and I was like, this is so bizarre. Like, what the fuck? Like, we're, yeah. I swear to God, I swear to God we all did cheers to 2021, we had a dinner, Yep. I I dressed up for once, I swear to God something happened, there's no way we're back in 2020, there's no fucking way.
0: I think bizarre is a really good word to use for it all, but it's also so like normal too, I don't know, it's so hard to describe what we're in right now.
1: Like
2: I'm surprised, but then I'm not surprised. Right. I know someone was saying like I think it was a tweet, but someone was saying we need a word that means shocked but not surprised. Right. Because it's all adds up. Yeah. But definitely. It's it's so overwhelming. It's a lot of information to constantly be intaking. Just about even just COVID, just bare minimum like one aspect of what's going on. Right. But I mean, sorry, back to your original question.
1: Yeah, all that went down. And then um, I felt, yeah, the day after, like, I was so emotionally drained. I don't know. I just felt drained. And I couldn't do anything. I needed to, like, yeah. take time. And I feel a lot better. But I was like, Phew, I don't know why it took a lot out of me.
0: Everyone I know has been sleeping for, like, 10 hours and still feeling so exhausted when we wake up. And I think it's because there's no, like, refreshment. There's no, like, and today was better. And today is a new day. It's literally, it feels like every day is a continuation of the same over and over (laughs) again. So there's no way you can feel like rejuvenated if I'm tired all the time. I'm also tired because my cat walks on me at night, but that is a different (laughs) thing.
2: (laughs) But it interrupts your rest, no matter how cute he is. (laughs) But like Momo
0: doesn't know that there are white supremacists, you know?
2: His name is Momo?
0: Yeah, his name... They at the shelter, his name was Mojo Jojo because he looked like Mojo from the back. But we found that that was too hard to say over and over again when we call when we yell at him, basically. So we said, Momo's a better, it's easy for him to know his name still. That is so
2: cute.
0: Yeah, he's really cute. (laughs) I will bring him
2: up all the time. Shout out, Momo. Shout out, Momo. He's sleeping in the, in the living room. <laughs> we'll have to post him on the Instagram because oh, you yeah. guys have the best content of him. I feel like, so I have decided
0: to start recording him when he is meowing in the morning because I feel like I talk about it a lot, but it's important to hear it as well.
2: His <laughs> <It's laughs> cries.
0: His <laughs> scream cries. And Aaron has heard it because it happened in one of our podcast recordings and he just. <laughs> He goes up to the door and he sticks his nose and he goes, Rah! for like over and over again for like twenty minutes at a time. So maybe I'll conclude an audio of that on our <laughs>
2: Instagram just so people can understand. I love it. Do you have any pets, Stephanie?
1: <laughs> um, I do and I don't. Like I say, they're more my parents. Uh, we got mm. like four crusty white dogs. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> have the crusty one? Yeah, typical Mexican families either a crusty
2: white dog <laughs> or a Chihuahua. We got four of the white crusty ones. That's hilarious. <laughs> How, do they have the tear stands? Yeah, yeah. Um, the oldest one is
1: <laughs> the oldest one is Hema. Aww. Um, she's she's 13. Oh wow. Yeah, but I love her. You know, she's been there from the get go. And then there's <laughs> his original name was gonna be Jovi, like Bon Jovi, but Jovi. <laughs> But he was such a fucking crybaby when you know, <laughs> I got him. So my dad would call say, like, call Yori Like, stop crying, you freaking crybaby. And for some reason, Yori stuck. So Yori's the name. Yorikon. Yori's Aww. the for Yorikon.
0: Yeah. And
1: then, and then we got Mochi.
0: oh And then we got Coco. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. How did y'all end up with four? <laughs> they're all, like I would say, like, they're all
1: related. Yori is Hema's baby. Oh okay. And Mochi was Hema's baby last, like so. Yori was her first puppy. Mochi was her last puppy mm-hmm. from a different dad. And then Coco was Mochi's baby. Aw, it's a little family. That's so yeah, cute. yeah. They're all related, but I, I, I love them. You know, they're 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 cute. I love them. They're feisty. They're bilingual too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually really love big dogs. Oh yeah, me too. So I got a dog last year. Oh, it's gonna get a little depressing. I got a dog last year. Um, I think she was born like I think Fourth of July, and I got her like around September.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And her name was Luna. She was like a lil lilac like border collie. Oh, okay. And yeah, I uh, she's crackhead dog. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, she's a puppy, so she just peed all over. Was like crazy, but I loved her. Yeah because I had a lot happening back in 2020, like a lot was happening. And so she was kind of like an emotional support animal for me. Mm-hmm. She was right. out. And then unfortunately, yeah. she passed away towards the end of October. Um, she got carbo. She, she didn't, she only had had her second dose. And you know, mm-hmm. it happened. Aww. Yeah, so we had to put her down. Mm-hmm. So I lost her. And I was like, fuck, you know, I had my big dog and she's gone.
0: But that's a hard thing to also like, go through in a freaking pandemic. Like, I'm so sorry to hear that.
1: Thank you. A lot went down in 2020. Like that was like the tip of the iceberg for me.
0: Well, I feel like that's like a good transition. How has like your life kind of changed because of COVID? Like how was your how was the year? How was 2020? <laughs> that's a big question. Oh my God. So I'm so sorry. No, <laughs>
1: it's cool. I mean. I'll go ahead and give you guys a brief summary. If you want to know, you can listen to my my episode. It was episode six on my podcast, and I talk about it. Mm-hmm. Just a lot went down in 2020 for me, personally, when the pandemic hit. Well, the pandemic hit, like, I feel it got serious, like, around towards the end of March.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And I have, so I'm the oldest of four siblings, and I have a brother. And they go by they and she, identify as non-binary, but I'm, you know, they're uh, they had given me permission to call them my brother. Gotcha. You know, but you know, out of respect for their pronouns, I'm just going to refer to them as my sibling on the on your episode. Unfortunately, what happened is, so my sibling wasn't living at home with us when the pandemic hit. They were staying with roommates, mm-hmm. and my sibling was dealing with you know mental issues and right other issues and
0: mm-hmm. um.
1: So I think if I wanna say like April 27th, let me double check. I think so. I think it was April 27th last year. Uh April 23rd, sorry. April 23rd, my my sibling um went up to the North Ogden Canyon and was never heard or seen from again. So they've been missing oh, wow. um up until now. Like we still don't know anything. Oh my god. Where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when that went down you know like I guess you know it's fair to say like you don't know how to react because it's your family you know you don't know what's happening um so they went missing and I was also like in the kind of going through finals for my second to last semester of undergraduate and I just I couldn't function um I didn't know they went missing on Thursday I found out on Sunday Mm -hmm. and I was like literally i had been studying to take an exam and i was about to take it and i took like a break and i was on social media and yeah this missing persons flyer going around on one of my friends um stories on instagram and i was like that looks like my sibling's name is etsley by the way i was like that looks like that looks like etsley and i was like mm-hmm. oh shit that is etsley and you know i uh, my head started spinning and I kind of had to figure out like I started like messaging people and like you know what what do you know where, where what was the last thing you heard blah, blah 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 yeah and then I realized I needed to give my, my my family the news yeah and it was you know it was a lot
0: um oh my god
1: I told them and then you know my mom started calling all her friends everybody she knew my dad did the same like everybody was you know <laughs> trying to figure out like what 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 was happening where was that something? right and unfortunately, for like when I say like I hate living in Utah, like this is one of the like it, one of this is an example because, Etsley be belo- like, they're part of the LGBTQ plus community, they're also a person of color. Yeah, and at least the police here in Utah, especially Salt Lake PD, don't take cases of LGBTQ plus people or women seriously. Right, right, and, and, and like Etsley went missing, and nothing was done for like the first two weeks. Like literally, it was just my family, like going through like family and close friends, like scavenging the trail, like trying to see if we could find anything. Right. And, you know, I I'm such a I feel like I have I'm a chill person, but once you cross once you fuck with me, it's game over. Or yeah, like, if you mess with my family, like exactly, it's game yeah. over. absolutely. I had I had friends in social like I had friends who you know pertain to the social media world like news and uh, Mm -hmm. broadcasting and newspapers and all that and I reached out and I said like hey can you like do a story on my on my sibling because the Salt Lake PD isn't moving and I need the word to get out.
0: Yeah, you you had to like rely on your community to find your person. Yeah, right,
1: because like no nothing was being done on the Salt Lake PD's end because they were going back and forth with Weber PD because they're like. Solly PD said were had to take over because that's where Iz went missing, and Weaver said Solly PD had to take over because that's where mm. Iz lived. So it was just like bullshit, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely useless.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that's that's really where my time went. Um, like you know, after I finished my. I, I, obviously, I emailed my professors. I told them what was happening. Right. They were gracious enough and understanding enough to give me the time to you know. Right. Work finish those last last assignments and then afterwards I my whole focus went on looking for my for my sibling and yeah the solid was not happy with the way I portrayed them or talked about them and I was like well it's facts bitch like, the they can knowledge. suck
0: it like yeah. what the hell <laughs> do your
1: job yeah no it was it was serious and like they would be you know like trying to scare me off they they had cars parked outside of my house
0: oh my god and I was
1: like. You know because I was kind of like the spokesperson for my family when everything was going down. Like, I was there, you know, speaking on their behalf, doing what I could, right? Out, and yeah, you know, I got, I don't know if I should admit this, but I was like, I have sisters, but my youngest sister is only 15. I didn't want like it's already enough for her, like, it's been hard on her, yeah. She was the last person to talk to is, and my other sister, she's only a year younger, but she's pre med. I don't know, like, mm like I felt like I just I don't know I feel like meant I was mentally capable to take on the role mhm, yeah, like maybe it's the territory with being the oldest, I don't know, you know, but
0: yeah,
1: that's really where it went, and so but I felt really not gonna lie, I felt lonely, and i yeah felt very. I don't know, I just felt really alone throughout it, all of it because I was the one who was really kind of, like, fighting off the PD, like, fighting with them, fighting with them, you know, because they were trying to scare me, and I was like, well, fuck you, you know, like, yeah. I'm not going down without a fight. I got, you know, got it, I also made enemies with the Salt Lake City Mayor's office here because I called him out, I was like, they're not taking the case seriously, like, you appointed this head of police, and he's not, the, the, the detectives suck, and it was also, like, in the midst of the BLM protests, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like all of this was happening. And, like, you know, also, like, you know, pr- people of color, you know, I'm not black, but mm-hmm. I'm an ally. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'll be there, you know, because this is like, I feel like, I think at that point, I was like, you know, we got to support one another because we're all, yeah. like, we're all collectively suffering. And some of us more than others, but, you know, at this point, I feel like oh, we all just had to be united. And so that's really where I was. That's where my attention w- went. Mm-hmm. And then, August around August like late August is when we started this uh semester for the university here and it was my last semester and I had taken a step back and I don't know I think I was like by myself and I I I went to where is was last inning, like where they had taken their car because they had abandoned and left it there mm. so I went to where their car was and I don't know I just kind of like had a moment to myself and I was like I'm drowning like, I'm drowning that's happening I don't know myself I don't recognize mm-hmm. who I am it's like I've always put my family first but I've never put myself first and I was like mm-hmm. and I want to find you as I really do but I was like but I can't do it if I don't if I'm not even in the right mindset like I can't do it anymore. I just don't like you know like I, I don't know how to explain it I was just yeah. I was just drowning so it's like I'm gonna take time to focus on me do mm-hmm. me take care of me so I can come back stronger to you know help mm-hmm. find is and then really, I think I kind of went like through a little self love journey, little emotional growth, mental growth, all that. And like during those last couple months, and like a lot went down there too. Like I said, like my dog died, and it was like a, like a distraction from what was happening. And I, you know, appreciated her. And then I caught COVID, and that was that. But That's
2: like so
0: much. That is really. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, 2020 was definitely not my favorite year. Yeah. I also, like, I'm the person that likes to see... Uh, I'm, I'm a person that likes to see the good in every situation. Yeah. And I can't come out of something like that and assume, like, woe is me. Like, you know, how dare life be so cruel to me. Like, life is gonna be cruel to everybody. It's part of the journey.
0: You can also be like, woe is me. Like, you can fucking screw life, too. <laughs> like... <laughs> Be but sad. I I've always
1: been like that, and I wasn't happy with it.
0: Gotcha. But,
1: like I needed to change that mindset. So,
0: how do you feel like you started like your self love journey? Like, what steps did you take to get to self love?
1: So, whew, that's a long one.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, I got so many big questions. <laughs> <I'm> so
1: <sorry.
0: laughs> it's
1: okay, I had so many issues with myself. Like, I honestly didn't like the way I looked. Like, I had so many like body shape issues issues with the way I was I didn't really think I was. I didn't find myself attractive and I was like who the fuck would ever want to be with me and like it's so sad and depressing and I also like really underestimated like my strength and my intelligence and like the way I love like I underestimated Mm -hmm. it I was like under I think I undermined myself pretty much you know
2: yeah
1: so Mm -hmm. then it was like but I think it's again because I hadn't put the time to just focus on me you know i hadn't taken advantage of the quarantine when it happened and even when it did just a lot was happening then so i was like you know what um i'm just gonna focus on school focus on me i'm gonna do what i want to do and that meant also establishing boundaries which is something i hadn't done so i established boundaries with my family with my friends with myself
0: Mm -hmm. it's hard to establish boundaries i'm trying to do that right now and i it's like really difficult i didn't realize how hard it was
1: yeah it but it changes the game For sure. Yeah. I also, like, I had already been seeing a therapist, but I would, you know, prioritize my mental health, you know, started seeing Definitely. I also, not bashing, like, if you got, if you got body weight issues, you know, it's, it's something that I think is just human, especially with women and the way society Mm -hmm. wants to look at ourselves. But, you know, I just started working out because I used to be a competitive runner and it was something I used to love doing. Yeah. Stop doing it for different reasons that we will not discuss today because that's another conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Let me get back into it. And so, you know, ex- exercising could be another form of therapy for people. It's sure. another form for me as well. So I started doing that. Journaling was also a thing I started doing.
0: Definitely, and then yeah.
1: Love affirmations in front of the mirror, you know, being like, you know, I really like, you know, just loving yourself, caring about you, like pointing out things that I care- liked about myself. Mm hmm and um yeah and then throughout all that it just started happening and then, like in November um I think it was the fact that like you know I felt like I didn't have control over anything of what was happening in my life and definitely you know I was like you know like I had been thinking about doing a podcast for a long time because I have so many life experiences that people would be like that happened to you yeah bitch that happened to me <laughs> <laughs> but I was like you know like I feel like it'd be a good idea. Like, you know, now's the time. Everybody's quarantined. Like, everybody's listening to podcasts, and, you know, it might help me dance things about myself. So I was like, mm-hmm. why the fuck not? So then I released that.
0: I really like that. To ha- understanding yourself better through a podcast. That's really beautiful.
1: Thanks. And then it blew up. It's blown up. <laughs> like People have Hell, really yeah. resonated with it, and people have really liked it. It. and it's crazy because i like i, I don't want to say like i didn't think it was going to be good i just didn't think it was going to get as popular as it's gotten because <laughs> people have really resonated with it because i think that i don't know it's the fact that i guess i'm being vulnerable definitely mm-hmm. talking about you know things that we are self-conscious about talking about it's it's nice that people are getting like it's affecting people in a positive way right but yeah i mean towards the end like with all that it was more like coming to the conclusion that I'm a bad bitch. Like
2: <laughs> I've
1: been Hell through yeah. some shit and I've come out the other way. Like I've you know, I've been through some gnarly experiences and, and I still, you know, I'm there for my family every step of the way. I have a big heart. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. I am smart, smart enough to deal with the fucking pit bulls I was dealing with.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so definitely. I,
1: I you know, I guess just concluding, like I realize like, I'm so much smarter, stronger, safer hot hotter than I thought I was I'm like shit exactly (laughs) it builds your confidence it builds you but like it just it took a while to get there because like you know everybody's gonna tell you like I think you're beautiful or I see you as this do that but you know until you accept it you're not gonna believe it
0: and just like the, the quarantine I don't know if you have already been at least personally if you're a person who is like experiences a lot of self-hatred when you're in quarantine it just like runs rampant and i feel like it's really easy to just like bash yourself i like had to learn how to let go of that voice like really hard while doing this shelter in place because like i felt like every day i was just critiquing myself and being like you could do this better and not like celebrating myself so i've been really trying to figure out like what self-love and self-care has been through this process and it's like really hard
1: But I think it took it took me a while to get there. It's not like a day process. I don't want to say like it's definitely happened in a couple months now. I think we've been getting there, working through like Mm -hmm. traumas and all that. There's other stuff that you know not going to discuss on this podcast, but there's other stuff (laughs) (laughs) loving yourself. It's yeah. I think honestly, like if I'm realistic about it, it's probably taken me like 12 years or so to get here.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of things that you're told that you have to unlearn, or the things that you said to yourself that you have to unlearn. Definitely.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing all that. That was, like, really... I like how you talk about things a lot.
2: (laughs) I think that you are very good at being vulnerable, and I really appreciate you being so vulnerable. Me too. Of
1: course, of course. I think we got to start normalizing it. You know, I I think for me, I was always told, like, vulnerability is a... It's just not good. Like, it's a flaw. Vulnerability is a weakness. You know, I think that's what I would... You know, suck it up, be a big Mm -hmm. girl, all that.
0: I feel like I, like... I was taught to be very secretive about my vulnerability too.
1: And it fucked with me because it's, you know, I, growing up, to be honest, I didn't know how to express myself emotionally. And, you know, I guess that's affected the way I saw myself, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, now, like, the like it's weird. If I ever have kids, you know, I'm going <laughs> to encourage it. I don't want <laughs> it now. God, God uh, <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's okay, guys. I'm on birth control. But <laughs> TMI, <laughs> But um, I think anyways, like the way I was raised, I don't want to raise my kids like that. Uh, to be honest, I think we've lived up, we lived in a, we live in a fucked up society. Like we have standards of how you're supposed to be, what a proper woman is supposed to be, man, etc. And like we don't talk about the shit that like at the end of the day really makes us human. Cause being human is complicated. It's so much, there's so much depth to it, but vulnerability is right. the core of it. And I think we just need to start normalizing being vulnerable with ourselves being vulnerable with other people
0: i've really appreciated like my professors and like students being a lot more vulnerable since this has all happened because i feel like there was, it was really hard to be a person in classes i feel like we were expected to just take in information and then go and be a freaking <laughs> robot yeah and just like right and right right and so it's been really nice feeling like i connect with folks even more about like what they're going through over mm-hmm. quarantine. I keep saying quarantine, but we're technically not even quarantine anymore. Just like in the home, you know, everyone's at home. Just hearing like the struggles and being able to like actually talk to people about what's going on. And especially when there's already that power dynamic between you professors and a student, just for them to break it down and just be like, yeah, like I cried for three hours this morning and now I have to teach. So we're going to watch a movie. It has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Or like even one of our professors, she just she just cancels whenever she's just like, no class today. And I'm like, thank you.
2: And <laughs> it's completely valid. Because everyone is going through a different version of absolute bad news. Like, I think that's what we gotta look at it. Like the global pandemic, as fucked up as it has been, it's also you gotta
1: look at the hot the silver lining, which is that it's given us time to look at ourselves mm-hmm. and prioritize what and also recognize that collectively, we're all going through this global pandemic, we're all going through this situation, maybe being vulnerable is definitely going to make us connect, because we don't have other ways to connect, we're not interacting mm-hmm. at six feet distance, you know, Right. So we got to find these other ways to connect, which is at, which is now really, it's just being human, and connecting with each other on a more deeper level.
0: Yeah. Have you felt like you have been able to like meet new people? Like, or how have you been meeting new people? Is it through your podcast?
1: yes Yes. because i told you i don't go out (laughs) yeah i haven't been going Going out i've been following covid rules (laughs) (laughs) yes but uh yeah like the way i've been meeting people now is like through the podcast and it's you know it's been cool it's been nice to kind of have that i guess what is it like I guess like way to meet people at work yeah because yeah. like whenever I never had a podcast I want to be talking to you guys right
2: I feel like that's how I've been like meeting or just like talking to more people it's, it's through these types of conversations
0: yeah I was about to ask Aaron, how have you been meeting new people too
2: I don't think I'm meeting new people I mean I think it's only- all <laughs> I was like Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, no. It's not. <laughs> just this really I mean, and then it's just maintaining relationships Yeah, I don't know.
0: I like I have don't even though like one of our questions during our shows is are you going to events like online? And I realized I haven't gone to like a single event online. Ever? No. Well, like in the in the no. You've hosted them. Yeah, but it's not the same.
1: <laughs> 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 um, I went. I had a scholarship, and we had a scholarship reception online. Oh, that's cool. I was mad. Like, it was good, but I was mad because usually, like, those scholarship reception dinners have like bomb ass food.
2: Yeah, like, why didn't they like give you like a fifty dollar Grubhub gift card? I know. So many people could. So many organizations could do that.
0: Just like to have lunch together, give a gift card, like. Why are we doing that? I'm gonna force, I think my, I'm gonna try and get my job to do that.
1: <laughs> Feeding people is so good. Damn it, it's okay. I had like Mickey D's while I was gonna <laughs> have scholarship.
0: I really miss like free on campus food a lot. Being like, oh, I can't really afford dinner tonight. And then just go walking into like the stew and being like, ah, yes. I will eat whatever free food
2: is offered to me. <laughs> Even though it wasn't very good. It was free. But it was free, so it was good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people in the beginning of the like I would say like in the spring were doing like lots of events. And then now it feels like way less because I feel like everyone's brains are fried. I don't know, maybe some people are doing it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I've been a really the only thing I've done, and it's not in community with anyone, which is like, I need to try. Um, I've just been trying to read a lot for fun and get into a different world that isn't the real one. I've really been just diving into like fictional character <laughs> um, yeah. to like keep myself sane because I feel like everyone is like really not able to maintain a relationship right now. Yeah. Which is so fair because I'm not either.
1: Yeah. A relationship you mean like with somebody else like a partner
0: oh no I live with my partner so that's the only ma- relationship I am <laughs> okay, truly I was like, <laughs> I, was
1: like I, was, I was like I started God a couple episodes ago you were talking about being with a part what
2: happened yeah no no no, no. yeah my, my girl was <laughs> <laughs> there's some quote which again I have to find but it was it's like everyone needs more than anybody can give right now. Mm. yeah. yeah the need for attention and affection and affirmation but then like no one is can check like no one has the capability to check it it's bad it's just we're exhausted right
0: i have decided this week i'm sure aviv will text me about it because she listens to our pod uh i made the decision that i am going to like do an education pod with aviv because i need one, I, I just really love her and we've gotten close. And I just, I, I have literally, I literally told her, I was like, I will pick you up and we will go do school together once a week. And she was like, yeah, <laughs> because I just, I'm, for, I'm like forcing the, like a relationship mm-hmm. because I feel like I am always alone. I just talk to my cat and my partner and it's not enough anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And she's uh-huh. tired of me too. like
2: <laughs> <laughs> That seems fun for you guys. I miss... Doing things in the
0: community. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. This, I think we are really suffering from Chicago winter. It is. I can't describe how gloomy it is every day over here. The sun will not shine, and it hasn't shi- sh- shone shine in multiple days. Ooh.
1: sounds depressing.
0: It like really is. You <laughs>
1: tell weather's not. I don't know. I don't want to complain that much. <laughs> you know, what we lack in the gloomy weather, we make up for it with conservatives, or Trump supporters.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> always, like, a, a bad part. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I think everyone should check out your pod. If you guys
1: want to go ahead and follow along on the self conscious journey... The Instagram page is self conscious podcast, and the Twitter account is at conscious podcast. We post episodes every Tuesday. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, for being on our pod. This is so much fun. We're excited to be on your pod too. Everyone, listen to the episode where we will be on self conscious. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. You can follow us
2: at Android in 2020 on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening and stay safe out there in the apocalypse.
0: Yay! Uh,
2: anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. You've been listening to Earbud
0: Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.